Hi guys and welcome to the podcast Invest in You. Today we will be talking about something super super topical which is around the coronavirus. Uh, the headline of the topic is health, wealth and corona and we are all facing some tough decisions and times might be very tough for many out there. So my name is Fredrik Samuel, this is a podcast called Invest in You, we are up to episode number 93. Today I am flying solo and the reason for that is simply and mainly the coronavirus. So I have got my two kids back in Sweden after uh, traveling together with them and especially traveling with Shona for the last few weeks quite a lot. So what will we talk about today? We'll talk about the, what does even economy mean? We'll talk about health and health aspects of the corona. We'll talk about how you might prepare at this very late stage or how you might have benefit from having prepared for something like this in advance. We'll talk about society, governments, what they are trying to do about it. We'll talk about something we in investment terms call the black swan. So we've got a jam-packed full episode for you guys and as usual I hope that you can take some valuable ideas from this and put it straight into action. So without further ado, here we go. Okay, what does this even mean? Corona, uh, COVID-19 uh, and also what effect does it have on world as it is today. So this episode is recorded on the 18th of March, so it's uh, the March update so to speak. We'll talk about lots of things including how and what exponential growth is as well. And I am not an expert. I have been a medical officer with, uh, with the special forces. I have been working in hospitals. I have been working in areas where I really had to think about my own protection, uh, including uh, Africa, war zones, where different threats might have been at different locations. Everything from uh, radiation, from... Uh, uh, yeah, radioactive thing, things to uh, poisonous uh, gases uh, or leaks. So with that said, that's a little bit on, on the military side and medicine side. I do have uh, quite a few uh, major corrections in the market under my belt since the very early 90s. Uh, pretty much every single one until today. So I'm talking from experience. I'm learning from experts and like everyone out there, I'm, I'm just a student. And uh, one way to be a student is also to be a teacher. So I try to analyze using my skills from the military to pull things together to serve to you in a way that actually and hopefully can be understandable. So first and foremost, economy. What does it even mean? So economy means how you use resources. And in today, today's situation, we have huge things happening all the time. So. Economy means the production, distribution and consumption of goods and services. If you think about it, if because of the corona, a country, a company or a part of the world can't produce as usual, that will have huge effects. Same with distribution, closing down borders, uh, isolating people, leaving people at home, uh, even sometimes locking people up, like we see an example from China, um, that will heavily affect distribution. Uh, and last but not least, we have seen people stockpiling things, uh, consumption patterns have changed a lot, people might not go to the restaurant as usual, people might not fly, people might not stay in hotels, huge 
changes there in terms of consumption of goods as well as services. So with that said, huge change in terms of how the economical factors are changing will affect all of us in different ways. And uh, one way how this, coming back to stats, how this has just literally exploded from just a few months ago, late December, having the first infected people uh, over in China, Wuhan, to today, we have crossed 200,000 plus. And uh, just over a week ago, we crossed 100,000. By the time you're listening to this, I'm just uh, estimating that the number of people affected might be easily the known ones uh, towards 250,000 globally. At the time of recording, number of deaths have been uh, roughly 8,000. We'll come back to how the death rate and the likelihood will affect people in different ways later in this one. So again, I'm basing this on open sources intelligence, information available to all of us out there. I'm just trying to compile it in a way that makes sense. All right, in all of this, we all have got the choice. We can see ourselves as a victim, or we can try to look for how can you turn this around to not be you in the shoes of someone who's losing, but actually finding anything positive at all, if there is anything positive to be found in this one. So I've personally taken a very tough decision. So I mentioned the headline of this one is Health, Wealth and Corona and Tough Decision Times. I just made a decision two days ago before recording this episode that I will stay in the United Kingdom and maintain a business and do the best I can with those things. Uh, meanwhile, uh, to do a business is very different and uh, not the same as it was just a few weeks ago. At the same time, I've got my family in a different country. I do not know at the time of recording when I might see them again. I hope it will be in two weeks time. It might be in one month time. Who knows? And we will see. So Charlie is not on this podcast today, nor is Ivan. So again, here we go with myself. And you obviously, you, the fantastic listener. So some high level thoughts on how this has been evolving. So you might or might not know about compounding or exponential growth. Uh, in, at math, even is learning about logarithmic curves and how that is changing, how something is growing when you're doubling. So if you think about it, early December, that was like ground zero. And how many times have we seen this double since? Well, quite a few times. And also we have, at the time of recording this, Europe is seen as one of the epicenter of growth. And uh, also we've got a huge number of unknown people who are affected by this because far from everyone is tested. Every country has got their own policy and infrastructure to do so. That's why possibly we have quite a few countries with none or very very few ones. So at the time of recording we are at roughly 165 countries in the world affected by the coronavirus. And of course everyone is affected even those who might not be uh, having the virus yet. All right, so what has this done? Just seeing and looking out of the window. Uh, 
I have seen Corona effects in Sweden, Thailand, Russia, United Kingdom over the last few weeks. What has been the, the biggest things to observe? Well, number one, lots of people are not outside anymore. Lots of businesses are changing how they do business or even close. Many people have chosen to be self-isolated. People have done different things to protect themselves. Everything from how you can see uh, over in Asia, how common it is with, for example, protection masks. While in uh, Sweden and the uh, United Kingdom, masks are really, really rare. You see a handful when you're out taking a longer walk. This might also be linked, of course, to how many are out there and also the social norm. If everyone is wearing a mask or if the government is proposing or suggesting it, obviously more people will use it. So one tiny detail about masks, uh, it's actually more important that those having the virus, carrying the virus, carry a mask than those that don't. Why? Well, it's just linked to how it is actually transmitted. Uh, so for example, while coughing, saliva and other fluids uh, can of course contain the virus and from there on uh, it might get to another person's uh, mouth, eyes uh, or uh, nose uh, through other people's uh, hands for example touching on their own face or directly obviously. All right. Back again to the markets. So again, recorded uh, 18th of March. We have seen the last years of uh, upward trend, uh, positive markets being really erased. Uh, so Stockholm uh, Stock Exchange, the OMX 40 has been down 25%. Uh, the Dow Jones Index is down almost 30%. And uh, this is the same across the globe. We've got examples of where it has been a lot more than 30% decrease on the, the share prices. So we've seen uh, billions, if not trillions, of market value being destroyed globally, uh, temporarily at least. Uh, many people are forced to sell or selling because of advice. Uh, I'm not giving you advice whether you should buy or sell uh, more than, well, today you could buy at a discount, but who knows when the bottom is. At least what you buy today is 30% cheaper than it was just a few months ago. So just a thought. How else uh, are the market uh, affected? So we've got a few factors. So we have over the last few years seen quite a strong power play politically and geopolitically where China, the US, uh, European Union have been playing games with uh, everything from taxes to changes to actually even inside the European Union uh, starting to see more protectionism uh, for example in, in the matter of people's uh, free movement and um, people moving into the European Union from other countries of the world. Uh, refugees, just to mention one aspect. So also geopolitical things around Middle East have uh, been really all over media uh, and so on and so forth. So linking the markets and geo geopolitics, uh, just in the last few weeks we have basically seen the oil price plummet. So just sharing one number on an oil uh, which we've seen. So the oil price was uh, around early January 
uh, around 70 pounds, sorry, 70 dollars per, per barrel. And today it is down to less than half of that. So we're talking about uh, 30 or even less US dollars per barrel. And that is again because of OPEC and also Saudi Arabia and other countries uh, changing the prices. So countries which are more oil dependent, for example Russia, uh, imagine having the income of the country being half uh, by the, the oil and gas prices sharply declining. So the protectionism we've seen and, and more and more of racism uh, and nationalism has been very much on, on the news. And today with the corona effect added to that, we've seen quite a few countries closing down to their neighbour countries. Uh, we've seen regions, including the European Union, uh, closing the borders to the rest of the world uh, for a duration of of, of days or months even. So with protecting uh, and so on, that means that coming back to the economy, you can't have the production, distribution and consumption as before, you can't travel as before. Uh, this relates obviously both to goods and services. And we have over the last few years had a quite strong underlying risk where the continued bull market has been driving on and on and on. And it has just been inevitable to have the next correction. Uh, often, in economic terms, you want and have a trigger. You like to, in the best of worlds, have a so-called bubble to deflate slowly. However, this is rarely happening in reality. We've seen so many examples of where a little thing has triggered everything on the market to change so fast. And this is often referred to as a black swan. So the black swan, the trigger in this case, was very much the coronavirus, the, the COVID-19 virus, which has been pushing and changing everything so fast, so much faster than anyone ever would think and believe. And as a consequence, even the flow of money has changed and people are get, trying to get liquid out of assets. And... Uh, We've seen that usually when the market is really going down, we usually see the, the gold and silver price shoot up. This has not really happened. The same with, for example, digital currencies, including Bitcoin. Uh, people have been exiting lots of different assets at the same time. So everything which is very fast to, to sell off, including uh, stocks, shares, mutual funds, uh, cryptocurrency, uh, and sometimes even futures, including like gold, silver, and so on, and uh, even goods um, and other resources. That's just been diving. Why? Well, uncertainty, risk, uh, and most people are not really thinking about just selling so they can get in at a cheaper level. They are selling so they can protect and save what there could be saved. Uh, so again, this podcast is about invest in you. So obviously your wealth is one of those aspects, but so is also the health. So more things linked to your uh, personal finance, your business finance, and even maybe your country's finance. We've seen huge fluctuations in currency as well. So at the moment, uh, the, the pound is at its weakest point uh, for quite some time uh, to the US dollar. 
Uh, and this is of course linked to interest rates, it's linked to uh, the trust in the government, trust in the country, uh, and, and that's very much how you price the, the currency between countries. So society and government are trying to support and hinder this. So what have we seen? We've seen, for example, the interest rate, the base rate in America, as well as in the UK, has been dropped to virtually zero. Uh, very very low rates, which means the countries don't really have that weapon anymore because it's played. And while that's been played, unfortunately in the US it only had effect for a couple of minutes on the stock market until the effect of the, the huge, uh, not huge, but quite large drop in interest rate was uh, uh, diminished and, and lost uh, on the market. Just affected the market a few minutes. However, hopefully it will affect many businesses and people that can have a, a lower cost of their lending. Speaking about lending, uh, one way obviously to save a country uh, short term is to print a lot of more money. So countries are trying to defend the collapse of their own country by printing new currency, uh, offering many many billions of loans from the central banks to the banks, from the banks to the individuals, households and businesses. So the trickle down can luckily be seen while many of the, the credit uh, companies are starting to offer, for example, um, uh, monthly payment holidays to allow people to increase their overdraft, sometimes without extra cost. All of this means that people can consume on credit, assuming that they lose their job, uh, have to sit on their hands, they might be isolated, and so on and so forth. So all of this put together, meaning that one way to accelerate out of the corona is uh, increased debt. And just think about it. If, for example, you put a country on hold for a whole month, that will most likely have a huge effect on the, the, the GDP. And uh, it will take a very long time to just get back up to speed again, especially with, with the limited confidence that there is. Alright, so we'll play a bit with numbers, which might be a bit horrible. Uh, many experts, and, and one way, for example, how the government like to play it out, uh, that is, play out the coronavirus and here in the UK, is to allow people to actually get the virus but ideally in a slow controlled manner, uh, which means that if you just take 80% of the population here, that's quite a lot of people. And uh, out of those, at the moment, roughly 2% of the people that are affected actually dies. And if you look into the, the de details, so people who have got already uh, higher age uh, and other diseases at the same time, they are the most likely by far to actually die. Um, to date, the, the youngest one uh, I've seen uh, dying out of many, many thousands of examples uh, was around 50 years old. Uh, again, this is not scientifically uh, proven, but it is based on numbers from many of the Western countries I am following. What does it mean? Well, diabetes, for example, has got roughly 10% uh, likelihood and many of the respiratory diseases have got the same likelihood as well, assuming that you're a lot older. Um, people who are uh, really young, uh, we don't have any uh, examples of very young people dying yet or a very very low percentage. 
Uh, I think uh, for myself at my age, uh, it's starting to creep up the theoretical number. Uh, having said that, if you are healthy, if you've been listening to this podcast and you think that health is important to yourself, that staying healthy, staying fit, taking precaution and preparing for the worst, then you're actually in a stronger position today. Which leads on to another thing. Uh, I have been working with the military. I have had survival uh, training. Uh, I have been testing my boundaries, living without food and or water, uh, with or without stressful extra situations. And there is even a group of people out there which are called uh, preppers. So people that are preparing for the worst case. I'm not trying to make fun of this group because I think it's very sensible to prepare. But they're, uh, yeah... We can discuss what to prepare for, uh, the likelihood of it actually occurring. So, for example, might be everything from what you see in, in the in the horror movies, everything from, um, again, not trying to be funny, but uh, the pledge, uh, zombie attack, uh, a huge virus, uh, alien invasion, all of these things uh, might be a reason why people start to, to prepare. Uh, but in the end of the day, it turned out to be uh, a bad version of, of the flu, uh, which is the current reason why prepping actually paid off that's everything from how you prepare for maybe having at least a month uh, worth of uh, food and supplies uh, having extra fuel uh, you might even be prepared to take care of the electricity because it's not unlikely that if this carries on for a very long duration of time that we might even have disturbances to utility services including the internet uh, power uh, water drainage all of those things are dealt with mainly by people and if they can't do their jobs we will face and we will see things and this will be different in different countries different regions and uh, what else can I say about preppers so uh, this is also linked to of course your health how you are preparing yourself you might have medicine as well as trying to stay healthy as, as as good as you can and this is of course linked to both your endurance uh, your strength and everything uh, but not least your mindset surely loves to talk about mindset uh, that's very much what you say to yourself so in, in the in the heart of all of this it's very normal and human to be very defensive and protective this is a real danger. Uh, everyone has now got yet another reason why they could die. Statistically, there are many more reasons why you should die in, in traffic. Uh, it's even more likely to, to die in, in any kind of other accident than actually by the coronavirus. But it's been brought to our forefront by the hysteria in media. The massive attention and who knows when this will blow over. Some people are even talking about it might be too early to try to get people to self-isolate. Why? Because if people get fatigue from actually taking massive action today, that means that ultimately when it might be much higher likelihood to be affected further down the line, where we've got many, many millions of people all over the world uh, who carries the virus, that might be a more important time to try to be protective than it is today when the likelihood is extremely low. Just to take an example, uh, looking on the numbers from Sweden, I think there is 118 cases of the virus 
per million, which is a very, very low number. Uh, and also, they got some other countries where you got an even lower number. Uh, and China, I think they are at like 58%, even with 80,000 plus affected by the virus. All right, so another aspect which is very much affecting all of us today is what happens with my job? Can I keep working? There are many industries which have been very much been stopped by legal actions. Uh, so just to mention a few, we've got the whole event industry, we've got the hospitality, we've got the education, transport, logistics. Many of them have been shot, shut down. Uh, many industries, for example, uh, where you've got big, large uh, public gatherings, which is part of the business model, you can't operate anymore. How will that work out? Well, we don't know. Um, in the Western world, many countries have changed their way how they will pay people when they are off sick um, by allowing people to get paid earlier, thereby allowing people that actually catch the virus to hopefully dare to stay at home and not lose out financially initially. Uh, meanwhile, um, as already stated, if we see how the whole world is slowing down and I can literally see from where place I am today that things are way calmer than it usually is. I would say uh, less than a quarter of the normal amount of traffic by the time of recording uh, is on the roads and uh, that will of course affect uh, and that's many many people working from home and, uh, and also many people might not have the, the readiness, the discipline for working from home, but I guess that will pan out uh, soon enough. Uh, with lots of friends and so on working in all of these industries I just mentioned, including myself, I work with events, uh, I work very much with people, we have tenants, uh, the whole hygiene factor becomes very important. I like to share some observations and thoughts from having been under hardship before, I have been isolated, I have been captured, I have been without food and so on and so forth. So often the human mind is strange and funny at the same time. What we can't get for one or the other reason, that's exactly what we desire. So if for example I've got uh, an exercise and I say right now, from now on it is surviving. So we will not give you any more food. And usually when saying that, it just takes a few minutes or seconds when people start to think about, oh, I can hear my my tummy is rumbling. Uh, and one of the first thoughts for me, uh, loving to travel, uh, when hearing about the corona, is like, oh no, I can't be able to travel um, for, for fun. And uh, the second thought was like, well, okay, I might not even be able to travel for business uh, as, as I want. Uh, and as this has been evolving, the seriousness of this has been changing and uh, very many of the usual ways how I even can move between United Kingdom and Sweden have been closed. And uh, the, the way how I can even see my family is now very limited. So I don't know your setup, I don't know where you are listening into this, uh, I just like to say stay safe and uh, try to see is there anything positive at all with your current situation. Yes there is, there are many things you can do now that you couldn't do or can't do 
when you are uh, at your normal workplace. So this has been a general update uh, about the coronavirus and uh, try to summarizing some of the learnings and things uh, I've accumulated so far. Uh, we can be very much more detailed about the economy, uh, the markets, uh, health aspects, uh, preppers. We can also get guests which are specialists in any of these areas. So feel free to contact and email us so that we can be even more bespoke with the content. We hope that you found this useful and uh, until next podcast, this has been Fredrik Samwell from Invest in You, episode number 93. Uh, next time I hope to be able to have my uh, helpers and uh, an extra guest maybe uh, just for you and uh, using technology to make that possible even in the corona times. All the best, stay safe, bye bye.